<laughs> I wrote a book. In recognizing a false prophet, physical appearance counts for nothing. If he openly declares himself to be a false prophet, we must take him at his word. If a person consistently reads and advocates the views expressed in a heretical publication, he may be a false prophet. If a person supports organizations that reflect false teachings or organizations labeled heretical by the church, he may be a false prophet. If a person defends the activities of erring groups consistently attacking the legalities, traditions, and policies of the church, he may be a false prophet. And if a person does all these things over a period of time, he must then be a false prophet. Always be on the lookout for Christians who would not follow the truth of God's word and shun them. Sometimes warnings of legitimate threats can lead us to overreact in fear and paranoia. Just as exemplified by the Red Scare of the 1950s, the fear of communism reached such a fevered pitch that people were arrested, families were broken, and property was confiscated, all because of fear, hearsay, and who your acquaintances were. Jesus gave us legitimate warnings concerning false prophets. But are we too quick in labeling people with this moniker? Who was Jesus warning the people of Judea against? Erring Christians or evildoers? Does an error in biblical understanding equate to being a false teacher or a false prophet? Let's take a closer look at Jesus' warning in Matthew 7 verses 15 to 23. He says, Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but are inwardly as ravenous wolves. You will recognize them by their fruits, or grapes gathered from thorn bushes, or figs from thistles. So every healthy tree bears good fruit, but a diseased tree bears bad fruit. A healthy tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a diseased tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus you will recognize them by their fruits. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. And on that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do many mighty works in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. First, Jesus uses the metaphor of a wolf in sheep's clothing. What does this imply? Well, it implies that as ravenous wolves, they have evil intentions, not pure God-honoring ones. Their goal is to devour the sheep. Also, they are purposefully disguising their nature in order to fool people. Most Christians, honest Christians, don't fit into this description just because they might have biblical errors in their theology. Secondly, It states that these false prophets do not bear good fruit, but bad fruit. This is ultimately how we are told to discern them. Many Christians get labeled false teachers, yet produce a lot of good fruit in this world for Christ. 
In the following verses about pleading their case before God, they are denied not because they had errors in practice or theology, but because they had no relationship with Jesus. Their claims of good works were obviously either selfishly motivated or just plain lies. Because if they had produced good fruit, as mentioned above, Jesus would have known them because that is how we recognize good trees, according to verse 20. Also remember the context of this sermon. Jesus was speaking to many who did not know him yet. He was warning of others who would attempt to claim what he himself was claiming, that he was the true Messiah. And later in Matthew 24, he warned that there would be others making this claim as well. A prophet is someone who speaks with God and speaks on God's behalf. A false prophet then is one who falsely claims to talk with God in order to get people to listen to him. The church has suffered many divisions because we have had a tendency to label people that we disagree with as false prophets and think these verses justify our claims against them. We must be very careful about throwing this term false prophet or false teacher around. Yes, there's always a legitimate threat of those who would claim to be a prophet from God who really aren't. But that guy across the street that loves God intensely, serves him honestly, but simply disagrees with you about a procedure or a practice is not a false prophet and should not be treated as one. Let's not be the one who sees everyone as a threat against Jesus. Let's leave the Red Scare in the past with Joseph McCarthy and move on to working together to bring a lost and dying world to Christ. There is a world out there full of lost and needy people. And if we are so busy biting and devouring each other, then they will remain lost and needy. Go love the world and each other. Hey, all you Theosciples, I'm Michael. And I'm Brendan from Finding Christ in Cinema. You are listening to the Theonauts Podcast with your hosts, David and Jeremiah. Right here at GCTNetwork.com, your Great Commission transmission. You are tuned in to the GCT Network. This is your Great Commission. This is your Great Commission transmission. At GCTNetwork.com. 